Yes, yes. It's the 137th episode of the Mina's House podcast. Welcome, Amina. Say what? I'm Shayna B, and I'm thinking you're counting wrong. What is it? <laughs> oh, she said 140 something the other day, so oh. I think it's 147. Sorry. We'll start again. <laughs> Welcome to Namina's House Podcast. It's the 147th episode of the podcast. We have Skip Marley joining the podcast today. Very excited about that. I'm Mina Say What. I'm Shayna B. Dexter C. Stucky, a.k.a. Dex the One. Why is your intro getting longer every day? <laughs> it, I mean, it gives me whatever aura like that I feel right now. I'm feeling C. Stucky right now. You needed that C. <laughs> is that your middle name? Yeah. It's what like, is the Facebook name, Twitter name, Instagram name, and it depends on what energy I feel. Today I feel What's real- the actual middle name? Oh, Chase. Oh, Texas. I like that. Why Chase? That should have been your first name. No, that should have been my middle name. They're <laughs> <laughs> always trying to change somebody's name. That should Wait, have been the first name. Chase is a fire name. It is. It's, it's some soap opera, I'm sure of it, because my grandmom named us all after, like, soap operas that she liked to watch. And then she named us all with Ds or Js. So, like, she has, it has to be, like, a D or a J. Yeah. Uh, so let's get right into what's in our feed, because we have a guest today, and we are now, we are timed. So um, let's get into it. So I wanted to start by talking about Cardi B. Do we owe her an apology? Because when she announced her divorce, we speculated all up and down. We said maybe Offset had a baby on her. Maybe there was an STD. We, We came up with all these different reasons why now she filed for divorce. Um, when they've had, you know, some rumors of infidelity in their marriage before she came out and said, there's no baby. There's nothing uh, extreme that has happened. I've just had enough. We don't agree. I'm tired of fighting. So because we speculated on her marriage incorrectly, do we owe this woman an apology? Is that a serious question? No, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not. I, I mean, yeah, we probably shouldn't have threw all this stuff to the wall the way we did, but we, it's not like we told her. We didn't tweet her and say, hey, is this... <laughs> you just had opinions about why you finally decided to give up. And also, with these public figures, you guys are always putting this stuff out there. Look, we, we irreconcilable differences. This is why we broke up. Okay, well, we have to figure out what those differences are. Maybe if you would have just told us this from the beginning, we wouldn't have guessed. I think we owe her an apology, to be honest. I just think that it perpetuated this... Uh, speculation on someone else's relationship and that's not even fair you know it's not our relationship and we a lot of people jump you know jumped off the bridge and added more pain I mean think about this woman announcing to the world she's getting a divorce this is a hard thing to deal with and now we added stuff to it and we making it worse like we owe her an apology I'm with Dex I don't think we owe her an apology but I do feel bad that she feels like she has to tell, and again, I get Dex's point that they're celebrities and they, and this is what you live for. But I'm like, I, I do feel bad that she feels like she has to explain what the reasoning is. I don't feel like we owe her an apology only because even if Cardi was our homegirl and her homegirl tells us nothing, we would be speculating in our service life. Like our circle, like, girl, well, you know he did that the one day. Could that be the reason? And we feel like Cardi is family. So that's the only reason why I don't think we owe her an apology. But I do feel bad that she feels like she has to tell the world a reason. I think just sometimes uh, social media and the blogs, they add to the madness in the circus 
of what life is. You know, like it's already um, scandalous enough that after three years, after the infidelity, after her fighting the chicks in the strip club, after the alleged sex tape, after everything, you know, that she has to publicly announce this. And I think I'm sympathetic to her because I talk about this all the time. I was in a long-term relationship when I was doing mornings on the radio. And I distinctly remember how me talking about my relationship became kind of part of the show. Inadvertently, it wasn't like he was a character on the show. But I just remember when we broke up, I was having such a hard time dealing with those emotions myself. I didn't even know how to go on the radio and even verbalize. Like, we're not together. Do I owe people an apology? It's my personal life, you know? And it came to a point where people were like, well, why you never talk about him no more? And these are people I've never met. So it's like, you're going through those emotions yourself of the demise of your relationship or your marriage. And then you somehow in a weird way, feel like you owe the public an apology, right? And then, excuse me, an explanation. And then they start running with their own hypothesis and all these crazy things. And it adds to the the pain of I'm going through this really hard situation in my life. So I think we owe the woman an apology. Some people even said she's doing it for the clout. Who who says they're getting divorced for the clout? I just, I can't. Well, people do, but obviously Cardi, like she said, she doesn't have to. And, you know, she is very open about the way. And I think just to back it up, what took people by so much surprises. Again, we are in quarantine. We've seen so many videos of them together and like singing songs with culture. So again, we did just assume it had to be something stark, but I still stand on if it was Mina and you called me, you, you was with your husband last week and you're like, girl, I found the paperwork and you don't want to tell me. I'm like, well, wait, let me just start writing down my reasons I think. Yeah, crazy. But I do feel, to your point, I feel sympathetic, and I know Dex doesn't, but to a lot of these celebrities that feel like they have to give everybody all of their business or, you know, you're not satisfied, and you're not even satisfied once they give you the full explanation. I I just remember when she got engaged, well, by that point, she was already married. But when we saw her get engaged on stage, I was right next to her and I was in the dressing room with her like afterwards. And I just remember the joy and mm-hmm. how happy she was. So to, to go from that, Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> you, you saying that out loud, like you just said that out loud. You don't think that sounds stupid. Why? What do you mean? Because he's saying they were already married. Like, like you decided to give us a public engagement Though you were already married, but yet it's a problem for you to explain why you got divorced publicly. Like it's just their their relationship is really stupid to me, and I get it. Every relationship, like we had Sukiana on last week, and like she said, every relationship is not a cookie cutter relationship. Right, I get that. But to be married and then publicly propose afterwards, like that's silly to me. And I think that their relationship and them breaking up and all this kind of stuff like this, you guys want this public attention. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens because she filed for divorce before and then never went through with it. You know, he went on that apology tour (laughs) and she took him back. So we'll see. Um, Ari uh, Fletcher buying Moneybag Yo a car, a Maybach for his uh, 29th birthday. Is this excessive? Is this too much? I'm just going to still go with my air quotes of buying him a car because and I'm just saying this. I've been to many different things where somebody bought someone a car the car might have been presented, but in most cases in this RE money, when somebody has the money, 
you're not necessarily buying them the car. You might be presenting them because I'm pretty sure that's his gift to himself at the end of the day. Mm. Who's paying for the car? <laughs> first, first of all, you don't think Ari makes money? I mean, I think she makes money, but that's that's money, money. You know, and again, to be buying that that expensive of a car. So here's the messed up part. Say you do buy someone that car and you're not buying it, you're leasing it, right? Because that's what happens a lot right. of the times, right? So you just signed the lease on behalf of someone else. Why, it's just, I just feel like, how do you know that person wants to take on that payment? Yeah, right. How do you- <laughs> like, I mean, unless, unless you're paying for a car like cash, like I'm going to buy this car up front, you know, $80,000, $100,000, whatever the car costs, $50,000, I don't care what kind of car. Unless you're buying it that way cash, it's like kind of irresponsible to buy somebody a car and give them a lease. Like how you know they want to have this extra lease every month? Right. Like, it happens a lot more than you think. That's right. And saying. especially <laughs> in that world. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They have a lease and then they have to like make sure they can't go over a certain amount of mileage and stuff like this. So you mm-hmm. bought me this card that's more responsibility for me. <laughs> but I think it's okay that she did it, even if she did lease it. And I mean, if she leased it and he has to pay for it, I don't think that's cool. But if she spent her money on it or used her platform to get the car for him and presented it to him, I don't have an issue with that. I think we should normalize like women make, making grand mm. gestures for their men, too. Because he would do the same thing for He did do that for yeah, her. Yeah, he, he got her a car. He got her car. And like, it was no big deal. It was normal because that's what you're supposed to do. Or maybe she decided since he got the car for her and there was a lease on it, she's going to do the same thing to him. So now- <laughs> <laughs> Well, according to her, he paid for the whole car. According to her. Yeah. That's what yeah, people we don't know that's about a, this car now. Right. <laughs> that's what people were saying. Like, how you bragging when he leased you a car? Like <laughs> so um I don't know. I just think, you know, I get that they have money, but I just think buying someone a car is excessive. You know, like you're not married. I just I mean, I get that they have money and it's like, oh, let's throw this money away, but I just I I don't know. And then someone asked her on social media if she wants to get married. She was like, No. I'm like, how you buy somebody a car and you don't even want to marry them? I don't care how much money I have. Like, I'm not buying you a car if yeah, we're not married or like Jordans or, or giving a new PS5 or something like that. Like, yeah, start that would have been a nice gift. out PS5. Right. Yeah. But again, he made the gesture. So I think it's really cool that she's making the gesture back. You know, I think that that's really cool about that. But I just think the gesture in general is just excessive, you yeah. know? And then, like, it's the messaging we send to younger people like, oh, let's just buy a car. Like, this is your girlfriend. What the, will you buy your girlfriend a car? Like, how long y'all been dating? They haven't even been dating for a year. You buy somebody a car. Mind you, I think about life in regular people world. Yeah. <laughs> so in regular people world, right. Their world, right. Like Jack said, we looking for Jordans or, you know, like just something like that's like, oh, you spent 250 Like, wow, right. you really bought a gift. <laughs> Right. Like, oh, you got me a TV. Like, the most expensive thing I've ever got anyone was a TV. That's reasonable, though. Yeah, that's a reasonable gift. Right. So, um, yeah, I just think it's excessive. And, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it. That's kind of their life. But um, I just... I just think it's that it's, it's too much. Yeah. So uh, our topic for today, uh, I started to think about because of uh, Erica Mena and Safari. Mm-hmm. So they unfollowed each other on social media. So this happens all the time. right? <laughs> you didn't know this, Dex? No, you know, that's my couple. Really? You're yeah. a fan? I love them. 
Well, apparently uh, they unfollowed each other on social media and people are speculating that they broke up. So I wanted to have that conversation. Like if you unfollow or block someone on social media, first of all, that th- does that mean that, you know, everything is over? That's A. But then B, also, like, does that, is that petty? Like, should we be doing that? You know, it, it, is it really that serious for go, to go on your social media and block someone and, and don't follow them and do all that? I think it can be. I think it depends on what the situation is. Like, like why, if they did break up, like, why did we break up? If you did something that was like foul, like, I don't want to see you. Like, yes, I can mute you, but I don't even want the opportunity for you to creep up in my timeline by accident. I don't want to see you. Right. <laughs> That's how I feel. I just feel like, it, you know, again, some people use it as a tool to get, and I'm not saying for clout, but just to get the media talking about it, because you know, like, if you do, to Dex's point, if he did something to her or she did something to him, like, it's going to be hurtful in the eyes of, what happened? Something's going on, because everybody is tuned in to when a person is unfiled. It's almost like the new way to argue. So instead of you doing this, you're like, you know what? I'm going to follow you on social media, and they're going to find out, and now you're going to be, you know what I mean? Like, it's just... That's how I feel like it is now, a new way to argue. But I've, I've been told, like, I'm like that because I feel the same way. I feel like if we're not really seeing eye to eye, I just feel like, okay, I'm going to remove you from my energy. And sometimes it's not like a physical removal. Sometimes it's, I don't want to see your post. You know, I don't want to see what's going on in your world. So um, sometimes, like, I've done it before, but I've been told that it's petty and it's just not the proper way to handle a problem with someone. So what are you supposed to do? If you remove me, don't ever add me back, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one-time thing. It's done. After I'm removed, I don't want to be added back. So, like, just make sure this is definitely the end. Damn. Oh, you got hard rules. Because me, <laughs> I'll remove you and unfollow. And then if it comes to a situation where we're back cool again, I'll then, you know, I'll see now. follow you again and see what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> but that rarely happens. Like once I've removed you and unfollowed you, that's it. But that's kind of become like, that's become very like, I guess, indicative of people's relationships, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and all of that what's ha- that's happening. So, all right. I want to move on to kind of a serious topic right now. Um, Brianna Taylor. So the verdict came down in the Brianna Taylor case and uh, there were three officers that people were hoping would get indicted on this case. And um, one officer was only uh, charged with something called wanton endangerment, uh, three counts of that. So it carries a charge of up to five years. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that wanton endangerment basically means that you entered an area with complete disregard for what how your actions could affect other people. So this officer was actually um, in, you know, charged for shooting the apartment complex and right. endangering the life of the people in the apartments around Breonna Taylor's, right? No mention of Breonna Taylor, um, no kinds of, um, you know, manslaughter charges, no murder charges, only one officer was charged, not all three. What are your thoughts on this? I've been bothered by it, you know, pretty much all day. I actually, like, broke down and cried just, just for her family and having had, like, victims of murder, but never to this degree of, you know, it being people who are supposed to protect and serve you and it being very public. And when I heard her mom, you know, right before um, the charge or it came out, what the charges would be like seconds before. And one of the things she said was, I haven't even been able to grieve my daughter. And so then like, I see the charges and it just like the grief for me felt heavy for 
that family and just all of us because you know for somebody to be charged and to be potentially endangering neighbors but you killed this young woman right just like and then to hear the attorney general basically kind of pass it off onto the federal government like oh that's for them to investigate it was just really 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 disappointing i just think it's really kind of um indicative of the uh, announcement that they prepared for this, right? Yeah. They boarded up all the federal buildings. Yeah, we knew. We they shut knew. down, <laughs> right? They shut down the town, like all of that. So, um, called in the National Guard. That's when I knew Monday night when the National Guard got called in. I'm like, this is not going to go the way we would want it to go, all wanted to go, or the right. way it should go, or the way it should go. Correct. Yeah. I just think I'm just really nervous for the rest of the week and the weekend. I just, I mean, we, we just, we just saw this in June with the George Floyd situation. And there was, there was something with the George Floyd <clears throat> where we knew that it could calm it down. And it's like, if you arrest these officers, these people will relax. People are going to protest this verdict. They're going to be upset about it. And then when that happens, there are going to be other people who are going to want to take advantage of that and loot and whatnot. And that's right. What Right. Uh, well, it's very unfortunate. We'll continue talking about that. But right now, our guest yeah. of the hour has joined us. The Yo. amazing, the incredible Skip Marley. Oh. Yes. Hey, Skip. Welcome to the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina. Say what? I'm Shayna B. What's up? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well going. You good? The one. Yes. Yeah, you all right? Where are you? You're in what room is this? I love this background. Right. Yeah, this, yeah, this is the studio. Oh. Oh, this is your studio. Yeah. So you need like ambiance to make music. No, but it's nice. <laughs> Skip, I'm yeah. so proud of you and happy for you. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. You know, all thanks to the most side. <laughs> Last time I spoke to you, you had just released Slow Down, you know, and I was just talking about how amazing the song was and to see all the accolades that you've achieved since then. I mean, let's run them down. I know you're humble, Skip, but we're going to run down these accolades because you deserve them. So uh, back then we talked about how you were the first Marley to have a top 10 hit. Uh, Now you're actually the first... The first Jamaican-born artist to hit number one on the adult R&B chart. The first Jamaican-born artist to break the top 15 on the Billboard hip-hop and R&B chart in 15 years. I mean, how incredible. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Big up to the people, you know. Big up to everybody who supported the music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to them. That doesn't mean anything to you, Skip. You're always so humble. Yeah, it's not about those things, you know. It's past those type of things, you know. More yeah. people should be like you. Like, more of us should right. have type of energy, too. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a whole different energy, you know. It's on a whole different sphere, you know. Thanks to the people, you know. Big up the people, them. Because it's not me, make it, you know. So yeah. when your team is like, look what you did, look what you did, you're like, just relax. Just, just chill out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even posting about this, I'm like, no, man, no. So when we were talking about you, I said to them, he's different. Like when you're around them, it's just a different energy. And now I guess they're starting to see it. Right, I feel it. I feel right. It. You feel <laughs> I told you. So there's this Marley energy, right? So yeah, I, I've been around a couple of your uncles. 
Yeah. And every time you're around a Marley, it's like it, it's like a yeah. like I don't even know how to describe the energy. It's like oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> not chatting, man. But but speaking of you being a Marley, like and 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 just coming from such a gifted family, and there are a lot of you, and everybody is totally gifted in their own way. Yeah. Like I think it's amazing that even though I you had this very gifted family. You really self-taught yourself how to play multiple instruments. So are y'all just born? It's just in the blood. Like, that's just it. It's just in the blood. Yeah, and, you know, being around it, too, you know, definitely helped. You know, always seeing it, visualizing it. You know, you have to visualize certain things, you know what I mean? So that was a thing for me as a youth, you know? I always visualize myself, you know, in my uncle's and mother's shoes, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah man, and my grandfather and grandmother's shoes. So. yeah. Yeah. So your EP, your debut EP is out right now. It's called Higher Place. Congratulations. Yes. yes, thank you. Um, you know, your music is so soothing and it really provides like a very needed type of energy right now in the world, considering all the craziness and the chaos, you know. So when I was listening to your project and just really like thinking about the title Higher Place, I started to think about like what is my higher place? Like yes. what are our higher places? You know, yeah. so I wanted to kind of ask you, like, what That's is for you to decide, you know what I mean? But for I and I, it's a higher state of mind, you know, a higher state of living, you know what I mean? A higher state of consciousness, you know? Like I said earlier, it's on our next sphere, you know, it's not even about the physical, it's about the spiritual, you know what I mean? For me, so, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a way of living, you know what I mean? So, and we, and it's for us, like, the majority of people want a better state mm-hmm. of living for mankind. Yeah. So it's not like a a dream or a place. It's a, it's a reality what we can make. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can happen. It's not like a, you know, it's not like one of those things that it's for a week and then it's gone. Yeah. It is a it is a journey. You know what I mean? So me, I take it. So me on the way. You understand? Mm-hmm. How long yeah. did it take you to figure that out? Like find that within yourself? I mean, there's no say God. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's have a further my consciousness and understanding of my father. So mm-hmm. yeah, is is right. That's for me. So yeah. when we look, it's simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When we look and see what's going on. You know what I mean? You know, so things is not right. So you know what I mean? We as the people right now. You know what I mean? We we have the power. So we have to know these things. You know what I mean? And we have to get get to it. And we have to once we start going, we have to keep going. Cause we can't go back. Yeah. We're, like me saying this song, we go forward, never back. Mm-hmm. Right? So, Skip, what do you think step. your purpose is? Like, what's your purpose on this earth? My purpose is just to spread the consciousness and the upliftment and the love and, you know, the real freedom and the spirit and of life, you know what I mean? And the whole, you know, it's past colors and borders and barriers and all those things. You know, the music, the music is more powerful than all those things to me, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So the message in the music <laughs> is the food. You know what I mean? It's the food for people to eat. I was actually going to ask you, and you kind of answered it already, like, where did you find your passion for music? But I feel like it's... it's I mean, it, it, it's like I said, it's in us. Yeah. But growing up, you know, growing up, there's always been around it. I mean, probably went to the most shows, you know, no other kids in school was going, you know, we was always, uh-huh. at, you know shows and things were always so you know that was just a part of us you know so but there was a time when i, I had to make the choice or it mm-hmm. it chose me i would say okay 
probably when I was like 14, um, my uncle Steven brought me out on the stage. And after that, it's everything, you know? <laughs> everything changed for me, the whole, the whole thing and the spirit. Is that the first time that someone feel the spirit? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, just in your creative process, just talk about how you create and with, you know, in your, in working with her. Because we have yeah. people today that are performers and we have people that are artists. And you're a true artist and, and everything that goes into the creation of the music and the mood and everything you're setting. And how was that like working with her, who I know, you know, is a, a true artist? Well, honestly, let me tell you, unfortunately, I wish I wish she got to, you know, come in the studio with me. But, you know, unfortunately, she, you know, whatever, we couldn't make it happen. So, you know, okay. sent the track, you know, what I mean, she sent back the full the full dinner, you know, what I mean, the full cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I was a little jealous, Skip, when about? I was when I was watching your video with her and your performance. <laughs> what are you jealous about? I don't know. You guys were just real cute, and I don't know. I you know, I was just a, li- a little. I was a little jealous. <laughs> I was like, I wish I was her. Like, well, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no man, everything cool, man. Oh, man, everything is perfect. Well, so talk about, I know you did something with the School of Rock, like right kind of when the, the pandemic was at its Yeah. Height. How is it like performing from home? And again, you grew up in a house where everybody was already performing, but performing in or rehearsing with other people, you know, in home, is it is it is it a process you had to change from? You know, no, no, it's like rehearsal, you know? It's like a rehearsal, <laughs> but yeah. it's live, so, you know, there's no mistakes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, but, but, you know, it's just the, I feel that, I feel the people the same way, you know, Cause I know that, I know that them will watch this, you know what I mean? I know so them I watch, so, you know what I mean? That connection is still there, but it's just, I mean, we have these, these type of platforms that we can use now to still push, you know, music and positivity in these times and togetherness. So, you know, still, still very grateful to have that too, you know? Yeah. So you released your EP um, and we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic. Did you go through like any problems or any setbacks because of the pandemic or did it like help or hurt your creative process? Like what what are some of the things you went through in releasing the EP? Yeah, I mean, it would be totally different if there wasn't a pandemic, of course. But, you know, um, it was still blessed, you know what I mean? We still have life, so, you know, we're grateful every day and we give thanks still, you know? But there was not really no hiccups, because I still had the, tra- you know, everything is virtual, you know? I had my one in mask, everybody, you know, I'm in a place, so, you know? You're in Jamaica, yeah, so in, in Jamaica, everybody's wearing masks and everything? Yeah, but right now I'm in Miami, but in Jamaica too. Yeah, man, you're not playing a game, we can't play the games right now, people. Right. <laughs> When the pandemic first started, this is a little bit outside of music. When the pandemic first started, we all kind of decided we were going to watch Netflix and we were going to do nothing. What did you do when the <laughs> pandemic first started? Like, were you eating Doritos like the rest of us or were you trying to still be creative? No, me didn't know. So the pandemic, I got start. Come here, me, I watch things. You know what I mean? I mean, I just watch this news alone. You know what I mean? Look for okay. news from all about. You know what I mean? So me, see this breeze. It's like the breeze I blow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you don't know. So the breeze I come. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Skip, you got family members on the EP, which I'm not surprised. You know, obviously, your grandfather, Bob Marley, kind of, you know, one of his sayings. And then... Is him, is him set the whole tone at a higher place, you know? Listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then uh, Damien, your uncle, Damien Marley, is featured yeah, on the song as like well. Yeah, that is a dream for me. Still a dream. Really? Your yeah. uncle? What do you mean? Reaching, you know, remember, you know, growing up, watching them, you know what I mean? To reach that place now, you know? It, it's such a, to me, you know? Really work you? with my uncle, you know, is a huge thing for me. But you've been on the stage with him so many times, well, that right? Was, yeah, that, yeah, not that many times. We've done it, yeah, but, you know, being on the track, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. That's a whole different thing, man. That is not just, you know, Are yeah, you that really forever. Talking? That is forever. Mm. Yeah. And that is like, what? My uncle did what? Come on. That is like <laughs> huge for me. Nothing never topped that. Wow. That. Yeah, man. Are your family members hard on you or is it yeah. they let you flow? Yeah, man, but we need that sometime, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's not, yeah, it's, it's make we flow, of course, you know what I mean? But when you're beginning, you know what I mean? Everything you go through, you know? We go through. So my first songs, my first, it was my uncle, then I bring my songs to, you know, my uncle, then listen and tell me, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that is a thing, you know, that is a part of it, so. You know, when I, my first song I write, I bring it to my mother. My mother tell me, write love songs. It was more of a militant type of song. I remember, yeah, that, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mother tell me, you remember me coming there with the guitar and walking there. My mother said, love songs. So really? yeah, that stick with me, you know? Yeah, yeah that's where it came from. Um, Shout out to mama. Right. Yeah, we me. got all these amazing love songs because of Mama. Yeah. So what was your What were your songs before she said that? What were What were they sounding like? I mean, there's still it's just a little more militancy, you know, and about certain topics and a little more, you know, edgy as they would say. So where's that music? Is it like locked that away in the vault? Still, oh man, that music is still there, man. That music is coming. Yeah, oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, man, that music is coming, man. Yeah. So I know, like making an EP and creating an album, it's it's a baby. So you know, you love everything about your baby. But if you had to pick a track that you you love the most from Higher Place, like what would you pick? That's not true. Like I said, that's not true. Monka D. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That makes sense. Yeah, man. So in the studio, what describe that being with your uncle making music? I mean, you know, I don't know, me did have the track. I remember I bring two tracks for him when I played the track. And I said, I said man, that one there. Got it. So I remember I just have the track, a loop. And just start vibes and vibes, look at vibes, and we'll start vibes. And so, all right, man, I'm going to the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what do we'll you? start vibes, and we'll start bounce lyrics, and you know what I mean? Yeah, man, that's natural, natural. You know? mm-hmm. What do you What do you look most looking forward to after quarantine? Because you know you release this project, and usually when artists release music, they, there's so many things that come. Performing, with performing is the only thing that I've been. Hope- I was supposed to go do that right before this thing, you know, take a kick off. So, yeah, I'm still looking forward to that. You know, yeah, that's still coming. Yeah. yeah. So, so what? what about- stay ready, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Skip, in your life, you're pretty young. Like, is is there time to date? Are you dating? Like, right, no, no, sir. No. Me can't do that, sir. Right now, no, can't go do that. Right. Dating the album. He's dating the EP right now. Right, right, and getting ready to date the the well, next yeah, the next project. Right now. Quarantine. <laughs> and, yeah. I, I like that you're responsible. 
You know, yeah, he said, we're quarantined. Like, I how can we be. date? You know what I mean? I have to be. Because who I am around, you know what I mean? So I can't go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Put certain things at risk because of my, the way I feel. That doesn't yeah. make no sense. Yeah. I wish you know, more. I look for things on the bigger scope, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have our own desires or whatever. I wish I was responsible as you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Skip. So... Uh, well, all of us, with the exception of Dexter, we've thought we've had the corona at one point, and we had to get I'm tested. Get off of this. <laughs> I'm, just I'm used to it. I don't leave the house. Oh, you good. All right. So, me and him. We got, but we, I got three tests, so I've never had the corona, but I thought I had the corona at one point. I got two, but I didn't think I had it either time. It was more like precautionary. They just wanted to make sure. And I didn't I go anywhere. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm but not really. <laughs> Skip, so um, we're starting to play. Like, I'll be like, when I go over there, you can't even know it says me when I'm here. <laughs> Nothing. He's going to show up like this. Everything, food, everything. You can't, a mask, everything. Blackout. You can't even know that. <laughs> yeah, man, can't, you know what I mean? Yeah, for, yeah man, you know, they're out right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, that is not my thing right now. Skip, so this song, I mean, your first song was major, right? So now you have the song Make Me Feel with Ari and, um, and Rick Ross, right? So was that deliberate? Like, why Ari Lennox and Rick Ross? No, the Rick Ross was deliberate. The Ari Lennox part wasn't. Okay. Yeah, Ari Lennox was actually brought in through the label, and I never even know, honestly, to tell you the truth about Ari Lennox. And I mean, I start diving into her thing, and I said, Wow! Yes. Yeah. Oh, this voice is so sweet. Who is this? Mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> Ari Lennox, type in that. <laughs> so, oh! <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah she's man, a yeah, beast. Yeah, big she's... thanks, you know, big thanks, and shout out to them, you know, for being a part yeah. of course, you know? big up Why Rick Ross? I mean, this is your first like rap feature on the radio. Why? Why? You know, it's you know, it, it, natural, man. You know, Rick Ross is he showed his appreciation for certain things. You know, you know, I've done. My use my uncle's tracks as well. You know, he was doing a track with my uncle Steven as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like a, you know, and Rick the vibe. He did have the vibe, but the the rhythm and this everything on me, I sing him capture it. So, yep. you know, it yeah. was just a fit to me. So, yeah. so in the video, there's women playing soccer. Yeah. <laughs> what like talk to us about that? Was that your idea? Like no, 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 no. Lacey, 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 do. I'm listening. <laughs> Shout out to Lacey, do. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, how do, what does that have to do with the song? Like break to break us. Like, break whatever. Listen, visible. whatever makes you feel good, you know. Yeah. Feel good, yeah, yeah. You know this life, you know. Mm-hmm. I and I just choose certain things, and everybody will choose certain things. You know, me just pick on, you know, me just more careful what me pick and choose. You know. Yeah, I was gonna say with the soccer, are there sports that you're you're fans of, or it was of course, of course, all sports, all sports. I'm very active from a child, you know, always in in a sports and everything. My always was want to play everything. <laughs> <laughs> Why not tennis? Tennis. What are you doing? Hit it. (laughs) (laughs) Too hard. No man. (laughs) You know. You know everything. You know. Yeah, man. We just out there. You know. We just love being active. Physical is very important. Yeah. 
very important. It's hand in hand, you know. You yeah. have to be physically fit, you know, mentally. So now that your your career is really starting to take off, what is like one of the major things that have happened to you that you're like, I can't even believe? I mean, I know you're very humble, Skip, and you know, um, but has anything happened where you're like, wow, this is amazing? Like, thank you so much. Yeah, just seeing the amount of people, you know, the amount of people, yeah, that means a lot. That that is probably the, the thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. the people because that's what it's about for me you know it's not it's yeah. not for me yeah you know it's not i'm gonna do it for me I'm like it's not about me you know and just yeah. seeing those reactions and everything like that from people being touched by your message yeah it's more it's more the music thing is more than just you know music is very powerful you know mm-hmm. yeah chant, i was gonna say it's a chant you know it's an enchantment Mm-hmm. Even on on her, I've been on like her social media pages, and people will talk about you on her posts and her pages. <laughs> it is like, well, where is Skip at? <laughs> Not them, I said. I told you I was a little jealous, Skip. I was like, what's going jealous on more, here? What? Why are you jealous? I don't know. There's a lot going on there, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know. And I remember I was talking about it on the radio, Skip, and I was like, you know what? I don't know why, but I felt like this little jealousy when I was watching them in the video. I don't know where yeah, that's coming jealous. from. No, man. <laughs> Why are you jealous? jealous? I don't know. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> uh, but Skip, thank you uh, so much for joining us. You guys yeah, want to add anything? Yeah. Oh, no. Thank you for coming. Yeah, yes, I thank yeah, you for coming course. so much. Yeah, virtually. Yeah, man, what do you mean? Virtually. <laughs> yeah. You're here in spirit. We feel you. Yes, thank you. So, uh, Skip Marley, his debut EP is out right now. It's yeah, called The Higher Place. And we look yeah. forward to more things from you, Skip. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I'll probably soon see you again in the world. Yes, yeah. yes. And every time I see you, Skip, I'm going to run down your accolades. Because... <laughs> I know that you're humble and it makes you well, feel yeah, yeah. uncomfortable. So that the next no, <laughs> it makes you feel uncomfortable. Hopefully I know. The next time you come at the, like one of the shows, so we can't really get into that. <laughs> you just sweat off, and you know, boy, I mean, but, but we have to give you know, people their flowers. We have to mean, congratulate man. people, and we have to acknowledge okay. them, and we have yeah, to what, tell them me? how amazing they are because life is short, especially during this pandemic. None yeah. of us thought that we were going to be locked down. People are passing away. It makes True. you really appreciate life, and it makes True. you want to tell people how True. great they are and what they True. mean to you. True. True. But you know what I mean? Me is just cool, you know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Skip. Enjoy your day. Yeah, me. Bless up yourself. Yeah, Bye. Bless up. Yes. Bye, and Big up yourself. Bye. <laughs> Why am I blushing? Because you were jealous. Because you was jealous of her. <laughs> Call her up and tell her. Okay. Next time, Mina, next time Mina wants to be the body double for the video. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can I be the video girl? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Don't, mm. Don't put me in the video girl uh, category. That I will not be doing. You'll be the love interest. But they, they had so much chemistry. I don't know why. I was like, wait a minute. Remember, I was gonna say, remember though, Mina, back in the day, some video girls, it was not bad. Like, remember, people would specifically choose celebrities 
to be their love interest in the video. So all video girls are not created equal. Just saying. Beyonce no. was a video girl at one point. Yeah, she was. Remember, she was in a couple little, like, videos. Yeah. Do you remember the Monica video? Tyrese was in the Monica video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I when when we were when they were preparing for the versus battle, I was um you know watching old videos and I saw that Tyrese was in one of her videos. First night. Yeah. So his uh his manager is still on. I'm gonna hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is on the phone and doesn't even realize. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just got off. <laughs> Wait, he probably heard it through his thing. You know, sometimes you you assume like, oh, the Zoom just ended and you you don't be paying attention. Just don't mm-hmm. do that with any pants off. Just tell just just <laughs> Make sure you're off the Zoom before it, you walk around. <laughs> isn't he amazing, guys? No, he was great. So I amazing. That, I think from the beginning he came in, and maybe it was a, I was a little biased because I was pre warned by you that he's so humble and whatnot. No. But the 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 aura of his room, I'm like, Tim, can I t- do I have time to change my background? I want to be <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's what I think the good word is. His whole cool aura is just mm-hmm. like. Oh. It just says a lot about someone that it literally when you pay him a compliment, he's so humble and like it's almost like he doesn't want the compliment to be pay- paid, you know. And mm-hmm. I get it, but you know he's doing a lot of amazing things, and especially for. Uh, reggae music and Jamaicans and you know like he is a champion for a lot of people and it's crazy when I interviewed him the first time like the reaction that I got from his fan base you know and how they they were you know listening to the interview and tweeting and excited about it so yeah I was about to say I was gonna say why I go on back to him but I ain't gonna say it wrong because you know my (laughs) brother-in-law he is Jamaican and but he's American born but, you know, when he's around his family, like, it fully comes out. And because, you know, they have my niece who's younger, he tries to teach her, like, a lot of things sometimes. So she says it right, but I don't say it right. And I started to say it, and I caught my tongue, like, no, we're not, we're not going to be like Mina last week with extra syllables and letters. <laughs> <laughs> we're not cursing on the podcast. This no, I know. That's why I said extra syllables and letters. <laughs> By the way, like, the the reaction we've been getting to the Sukiyana interview like literally uh shout out to my friend dj brand he's from delaware so i was telling him that he was uh she was on the podcast he was like yeah she from delaware and he was just really excited about you know the interview so um you know thank you to skip uh thank you to his team for having him come and bless us today and i feel so zen i know I want to go, like, meditate right now. (laughs) Well, now I, you know, now that I told them I was a little jealous, I can leave that in the past, and I'm not, (laughs) I'm not going to bring it up no more. (laughs) You sure? You got it out. (laughs) And I was debating, too. I'm like, should I tell him? I don't know why. I felt like, I don't know why that, that emotion came over me. I don't even know if you knew that you were doing it. You were sitting there. You were like, I was so jealous. And right, right. Because you was like, it looked like you were about to say something else. And then you were like, you know what? I just got to let this go. I'll put it out there. <laughs> I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think that humble men and people who are not full of themselves, that's one of the sexiest and most attractive mm-hmm. qualities about a person. You know, mm-hmm. someone who you've known has achieved a lot. And it's just not him. I'm saying in general, I find that to be a very attractive quality, which is why I really enjoy Kendrick Lamar and, you know, J. Cole. People who are not very too flashy or, you know, they're, they're, they're very um, 
they have their priorities in check, you know, and, they, and their ego. they have their ego in check. Right. Too. Right. So I, I think that's really attractive. You know, um, it's West need not apply. Huh? What? Kanye West need not apply. No, <laughs> he's very, I don't, I just, I can't be with a man that talks about himself all the time. Like you see, even with Skip in general, when you start talking about his greatness, he's just like, it's the people and it's everybody else. And I can't help it. It's the Gemini in him. Oh, he's a Gemini. Yeah. Oh. He can't help it. He gets, he gets it on it, especially Gemini men. They're a little different. I read you this list before. Alan, love him. Tupac, love him, but very outspoken people, very Skip, dynamic. Skip Marley's a Gemini. Did not know that. No, no, no. I was saying Kanye. Oh, <laughs> Skip is probably like an Aquarius or something. Really, or like dumb. a Libra or like yeah, a Libra. Yeah, yeah. He was born. He was born at the beginning of June. So what is that? Oh yeah. He's not a. Ge- is he a Gemini? That, the beginning what, of June. What's his time. birthday? June fourth. He is definitely a Gemini. Gemini starts in May and runs through June 22nd. Hold on, let's Google it. I don't really count people on the 23rd as Gemini. Well, no, 22nd, they try to claim Gemini. He's a Gemini. He's a Gemini. Gemini. We have multi, we have a lot of creative people. We have Prince. Yeah, I got crazy people too. Yes, we have some of the men. Donald Trump is one as well. (laughs) Some of the men. Donald Trump and, and Skip are the same sign. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> this is right. when the astrology kind of goes out the window a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you know, they say we have these these level sides. Like, mine is happy, sad. Because okay. I can go from, like, even today when I did start crying, everybody was just like, yeah. <laughs> it's her. Like, Yo, that's... <laughs> it's the norm. And everybody's like, okay, anyway, what did you want to order? Because we can do an episode on that too, on like the zodiac signs. Because I'm always curious about it, but I don't really know it. And you guys seem like experts. So we should do this. I only know certain signs, you know. We should do it next week. We delve in with all our expertise in a different way. Okay. Uh, Let's wrap up our Brianna Taylor conversation, though, because I felt like we really didn't finish that. And I wanted to talk about it because. You know, um, everybody has been champion, uh, champion, uh, an actual indictment or a charge. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce even, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and um, it's just unfortunate. You know, it's unfortunate that they prepared for this and for her family. I saw someone on social media when I uh, tweeted about it. I saw someone say like, oh, well, her family got $12 million and there's police reforms that are happening because of this case. I'm I like... Knew- Okay, but the people that are responsible are not being held accountable. Right. And $12 million is not... Doesn't bring her back. And it's, and it's not like... It, it, and in that moment, nothing is going to bring her back. And even the charges won't bring her back. But for families that definitely have like a, a violence, you, you want that moment where you hear that they are being judged and imprisoned because of this. Like yeah. you, you sometimes need it for like your closure to know like, Okay, justice was served, although justice will never be served in the in the loss and death of of her and and, and and senseless, like completely senseless. And that's why, again, I just go back to the charges. Like, so it was more dangerous for him to potentially put people in harm, but it's not dangerous that he murdered her. Like, I just I don't get that. And they were talking. I also, oh, I'm sorry, Dex. I was going to say, I also think it's interesting. One of the things they pointed out, because we didn't know a lot, they were holding back to let us know an investigation, is that none of the body cams were on. Yeah. 
They actually said body cams didn't, they don't have any body cam footage until the patrol officers arrived after the fact. And those patrol officers had their, but these police that were, should have had a body cam on, you're supposed to, when you have a no-knock warrant, none of them had one on. Just saying. I, and also, one thing that stuck out to me today is that when they were, they were given details, they talked about eyewitnesses. And before, and remember, before, like, this took months for us to get some answers on this. And Six there, months. Yeah, and there was, no, there was no conversation about any eyewitnesses. And there were journalists who said, we went there, we knocked on doors to mm-hmm. see if we could find any witnesses, and they couldn't find anybody. Then the police were like, oh, yeah, we found these, these neighbors who said, like, they did hear them announce themselves as the right. police. And it's like, well, who are these people and where were they, you know, like, right. previously? Like, we never heard anything from them. Like, this is... Which, again, is a lie because that's the whole... Well, I feel like it's a lie because the whole point of a no-knock warrant is right. they, don't, they don't announce themselves, which is why now the legislation has been changed. So I'm like, so you all of a sudden, when you didn't, you knew by law at the time you didn't have to announce yourself, you're now saying... You yeah, to your so. point, this independent witness just comes out of nowhere now and saying, oh, we heard them from apartment across the hall or wherever the independent witness is from. Well, there's that that, you know, is potentially a lie. It sounds like a lie. But then there's also the fact that they did have a no-knock warrant. So I feel like they're using that as an excuse for them to go in on a, and, and basically shoot up the apartment. You know, so that's why they haven't been charged. But, you know, the issue is the fact that anybody can even do that. And, you know, I think in this next election, we really need to put pressure on the people that are, uh, you know, running or even become our next leaders to create a uniform legislation when it comes to what is allowed and not allowed. The fact that you can show up to someone's house without letting them know that the police are there. You know, you came in the middle of the night. They thought you were an intruder. Yeah, you was going to get shot at. You you right. intruding in my house. I think that I'm protecting my house. Okay. I was going to say to your point, because now in, the, in, in Kentucky, it's called Rihanna's Law. But, right. you know, to, to just paying attention to what is happening in your city and state, like, you know, that might be the case in Louisville. But, you know, people need to pay attention to what the law is in Philadelphia, in Wilmington, and all these places. Like, those are the things you do need to pay attention to, because... You know, and again, it's unfortunate, but if this wouldn't happen, they would have never changed that. And the reason why it's even more unfortunate is because that police officer that was charged on these dumb charges, um, he had been like, again, not charged with anything, but had been like suspended before. They, he's not, prior. he's no longer a police officer. But he was, susp- but two years prior to this happening on, on in March, he had been suspended because of excessive behavior and another no-knock warrant that it, nobody died in that instance, but he apparently went above and beyond what should have been done. So it's like he already had this pattern of behavior, and because he knew he could do it, I can just bust in these people. He just was doing it. How many people probably have not come forward or didn't think they could? Again, unfortunately, she happened to pass, but this obviously was part of his MO and feeling like by law he can. So again, Pay attention to the laws in your city and say, because they're all different, and vote. make sure you're voting for the right people. Well, and that's what I was going to say. These are the different loopholes, because in different cities and different counties and different states, 
people can get away with different things. And that's really the problem. Like there needs to be a uniform code of what is acceptable, what is not acceptable. And there needs to be a uniform code of what punishment is, whether you're a police officer or a civilian, because that's really what the problem is that there's all these little loopholes. Well, in Kentucky, you can do this. And in Florida, you can do that. And in here, you can do this. And it comes from the fact that we were individual states, you know, prior to us coming together, you know, um, and it comes from, you know, people's civil liberties and every state's ability to want to, you know, uh, I guess, control their territory in a different way. But when you're talking about people's lives and police, you know, there needs to be a standard. And it's crazy because I was talking to Young T and Bugsy, the guys that created the Don't Rush uh, song and they were saying that in the UK the police don't even carry a gun so it's not even like a threat as a black man to think that a police officer is going to kill you you go to Amsterdam you don't even see police like you see a cop and then you have to remember like oh dang like I haven't seen one the whole time I've been here you know and I do think the other thing that is um, truly truly unfortunate too is you know when people even talk about the 12 million that her family uh, was awarded in a civil case, there are, again, just going towards, you know, Black lives and, and Black lives mattering. There are other cases, you know, where, and I can't remember his full name, but there was a Black police officer, Muhammad something, and he um, murdered a white woman. Wasn't doing a no-knock warrant, but again, same circumstance that she wasn't doing anything. They deemed it as excessive force. He's in jail for life, and her family was awarded something like 30, 40 million. And again, it's just like... It, when we go back to, you know, how are things equal and, and the inequality and the way that things are viewed and the way that things are handled. Yeah. Well, um, we'll see how, you know, uh, things unravel, but I mean, this is history that we're watching and, uh, you know, I hope that this fuels people to really understand the severity of the upcoming election because we need our next leaders to do something on a federal scale to address the issue. So everybody knows what you can and can't do, what the punishments are if you do. And it's not like a loophole. Everybody knows the rules. Right. Everybody follows the same rules. If you break the rules, you know what the consequences are. And the consequences are not different for, for people, for officers across different states. Mm-hmm. So, because I've never even heard of a wonton endangerment, I had to Google that. I had to look that up too. Like, yeah, what is I, that? Yeah. Like, as soon as I've seen it come up, I'm like, oh, like wonton soup. Up? I was like, why y'all named it wonton? Well, I think it's like pronounced like wanton. Oh, like, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. It was a serious topic. When you can't say that, I was like, I don't think it's wonton. I was like, what is it? It's spelled wonton. I'm like, it what is. do we do it? Wonton soup. But with it though, I don't understand how every situation of violence doesn't isn't doesn't fall under that. Like if I fight somebody in my home and I throw them up against the wall, or you know, we get physical in the house, whatever, wouldn't that be the same thing? Like why why are we as a society just now kind of hearing this word? Because like, it's a bullshit charge. Is what it is. Yeah, I'm in the apartment complex. If I shoot out of my window by accident, that's what. Wouldn't that be what I just called? Yeah. Yeah. But and then, if you kill the person, now, I don't know. You might well, right, you but again, that that no that no knock warrant gives him the right to go in there and do whatever. And because 
her boyfriend shot at them, that right. gave them open fire to just basically shoot up the apartment. So that's really what's saving them. I mean, now that you don't have the no-knock warrant, now it'll be a different situation because the law has been passed where that's not allowed. But that's really what's protecting them. And it's like, I, I don't understand. I, you, you bust into someone's house in the middle of the night. What do you think is going to happen? And again, we don't know if that's a lie because the attorney general was very clear about that in his pushing this off now to the feds that, again, because they don't have anybody cam footage to verify either story, the police or the boyfriend, because the boyfriend is saying, I shot back at them as they were shooting. Shooting. And the cops are saying that he, he shot, shot first. first. So, so literally what the attorney general said is we just had to go off of ballistics, which don't mean nothing. You come to a crime scene. You see shell casings doesn't tell you who shot first. first. And these now independent witnesses that we don't know where they came from. This is just slimy. It's just protecting them, unfortunately. And it's really, mm -hmm. really sad. And then now and again, like I said, you push it off. So it's like, not my problem. Now, go, go, go. To the um, federal government. To the right. Because right. he said they should handle it. I'm like, no. You're the attorney general of this city and that's like you're the one that's supposed to handle it that's what you're elected for Again, right oh. and that's what people need to think about in that state this is your attorney this is an elected seat you know so when you don't vote this is what happens you have these people who have zero regard for our lives and they 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 don't charge people because of that disregard for our lives. Because if you had regard for someone's life, you would charge somebody with more than something we've never heard about, some wonton soup shit. Like, <laughs> you would have actually gave yeah. an actual, like, maybe, uh, you know, involuntary manslaughter. Right. I mean... I was just about to say a manslaughter charge. And I know this is going too far, but I love Snap, and I watch all the time. There's a woman in Philadelphia right now sitting in jail for life because her and her boyfriend had an argument, and I actually saw the video, didn't want to see it, but... They, she was drunk. She hops over in the car, and he must have said, like, I'm going to walk home. She turns the car, and then they did say, has she gone straight and lost control because her blood alcohol was high? And again, she had heels on hopping from inside the car, from one side to the other. They would have believed her story. Like, she said her heels got caught, whatever. And she probably turned the car in anger, like, oh, he's going to walk home. But when she turned the car, she did lose control and wind up hitting him. And this is her husband. Involuntary so obviously, you know, she's so upset. You know, like, she she killed her husband. Obviously, it wasn't purpose. It wasn't like, I hate him. It was an argument. So she's already dealing with her own grief. And now she gets charged with manslaughter. So that's just my thing. Is So how can citizens be held to a higher standard than people who are supposed to, by law, protect and serve us? And that's just the fundamental issue. Like, it's just not okay. It's just, it, it's that no-knock warrant, basically. It's, it's like a blanket license to go in there and do whatever, which is ridiculous. It's, it, has that, it has no consideration for people's um, homes, their private property, you know? Like, I mean, and mind you, it's with the assumption that these people that you're going into their home are guilty. But it's like, okay, maybe one person is guilty. I, I don't, in this particular case, you know, they, they thought that the boyfriend was a drug dealer, whatever. You know, this is what gave them the authority to get the warrant. But it's like, how about if there were children in this house? They wouldn't care. Like, you would have killed a two-year-old, three-year-old, a child. Like, there's so much wrong with that. You, you have to hold people. You have to give people the benefit of the doubt and have a little bit of regard for human lives. And that's just sometimes not, not there. So uh, thank you guys for watching and listening.
listening. Um, thank you, Skip Marley. Yeah, thank you, Skip. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> please subscribe on YouTube. And uh, thank you, guys. It's the 147th. Oh, my God. 147th episode of the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina, say what? I'm Shana B. That's the one. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>